The Eddie B. Sit edition, an audio series of the Talmud Bavli. Masechet Sukkah has been dedicated by Celia and Isaac Jamal. Hashem Alehem Yehu Amen for the Hatzlecha of their dear children. May they see much nachat from all of them. May they all grow up and get married in the right time and have children healthily, happily with berachah vatzlacha. And may they see uh, descendants and descendants of their descendants. Ad bi'ad go'el sedek. Amen. The Masechet has also been dedicated Le'ilu Nishmat Sarah Bat Adel Ruah Hashem Tanihena Began Eden Amen Again by Celia and Isaac Jamal To school the Mitzvot Today's staff has been generously sponsored By Mr. Harry Ajmi In honor of uh, the premier caterer, our dear friend, Mr. Uri Nidan. We want to congratulate Uri on the birth of a baby girl. May he see much nahat from all his children. Elohim Amen. Daf Yod. Today's daf is being studied. Avraham ben Esther. Hashem Amen. Today's daf has been dedicated by Mr. Harry Ajmi and family in honor of his dear friend, Mr. Uri Nadam. Hashem Alehem Yehyu. Amen. We begin today's daf on Tet Amud Bet, two lines from the bottom, starting with the words, Ba'amim. Let's just review where we're up to until this point. At the end of yesterday's daf, we quoted the opinion of Rabbi Yirmiyah, that talked about one sukkah under another sukkah. But you have two sukkot, one on top of the other. Just to remind yourselves, to get it in your mind, the picture. If you remember in your books, for example, on Kof Zayin, you see you have two sukkot, one on the bottom and one on the top. So Rabbi Miyah gave us four cases yesterday. He said, sometimes both sukkot are kashir. Sometimes they're pasul, sometimes one is kasher and one is pasul, either the top or the bottom. Now the Gemara is going to explain to us the details of each one of these scenarios. So the first case we said was both of them are kasher. How is that possible? So, just to review quickly, he said... <clears throat> I'm just going uh, reviewing for a minute... We said that the bottom one was more sun than shade. And the top one was more shade than sun. And the top sukkah is within 20 of the ground, of the bottom ground. And therefore, a person could sit in either sukkah. If he sits in the bottom sukkah, he's relying on the schach that's on top. Because the skach on top of him is more sun, so it's, it doesn't count as anything. If he wants to sit on the second floor sukkah, it's also kasher, because it's within 20, and also it's more uh, shade than sun. The second case he said was, Shtehem Pesulot. What was the scenario? So the Gemara said, Shtehem Pesulot Echidameh, Kegodet Tarvayu Sultan Meruban Mahamatan, both sukkot were more shade than sun, 
the top one was above 20. Meaning, from its own ground, it was above 20. So therefore you can't sit in the second sukkah, even though it has beautiful schach, and it's more shade than sun, it's perfect. But bottom line, when you're going to sit on that floor, since from the floor to the top of the schach, it's above 20, pasul. Now, your bottom sukkah, you cannot sit as well. Why? Because you have on the bottom, silta mirubah mechamata, you have more shade than sun, and now above you, you also have more shade than sun. So now you have light, you're sitting under two roofs. And therefore, right, you're sitting under two roofs, and therefore it's going to be Pasul. Okay. Comes the Gemara today and starts. Ta'ameen. And sometimes. Shetachtona kesherab. Va'alyona pesula. That the bottom is kosher. Tachtona kesherah. Ve'ilyona, the top one is pasul. Hechidameh. What's the case? Kegon. Shehatachtona silta merubah mehamata. The bottom sukkah, beautiful. More shade than sun. She can sit in it. Ve'ilyona hamata merubah mesilta. The top sukkah is more sun than shade. So if you cannot sit in the top sukkah. It does not provide good schach. But the Gebalah goes out of its way to say, both of them, both Sukkot, are within 20. Now, we have to understand what the Gebalah is gaining by saying both are within 20. We're trying to give a case where the bottom is kosher. By bottom is kosher, of course it's within 20, and I have schach kasher, Now for my top one to be pasul, so long as it has more sun than shade, it's pasul. What is the Gemara going to say? Tell me, you should know. The top one is also within 20. And what would be if the top one is above 20? It's also pasul. So what's the difference? So we have to read Rashi. Let's read Rashi. Uh, it's actually a ways down. Keshera. Uh, it's the first word on the line. It's like 10 or 15 lines down in the she. The word is kishera. Dashi, kishera ve'alyona pesula echidame kegod shatachtona silta meruba. Deschach shel alyona. The schach of the top sukkah lav schachu. It's not schach because it's more sun than shade. Ve'lom mefsela tachtona meshum sukkah tachat sukkah. Well, the bottom sukkah is not going to be pasuk because it's sukkah under a sukkah. Because since the top sukkah is not sukkah, so therefore it's not considered two sukkot under each other. The top one is pasuk because it's more sun than shade. Urgon dekaime tarvayu betoch chaf la'aris. Clearly she says it. Both of them are within 20. Now here's the key. Because if the top one would be above 20, Why? Because now you can have a combo, combination. You can have a combination on top, above 20, turns into 
Now you can have a combo of skach pasul on top and skach kasher on the bottom. Mishum deskach lemala me'asrin pesula. Now, Rashi over here saying a tremendous hadush. And here's in the Rashi where we see an about face of what Rashi taught us on yesterday's daf. Let's review to digest this hadush. On yesterday's daf we talked about trees over the sukkah. So we had a case in the Gemara, Rava came along and taught us, the case of the tree that's uh, kosher, is talking about where it is, Hamata Miruba Misilta. It provides more sun than shade. And uh, that she understood the case is talking about, where you have more sun than shade from the tree, the skach also is more sun than shade. Together, it makes more shade than sun, simultaneously. So that the Gemara said, hey, what do you mean? You're making a kosher sukkah from psul. The stuff that's attached is psul. How can you do that? So the Gemara said, oh, we're talking about a kosher habatam. When you lower the tree down into the schach itself, it's intermingled. Once it's intermingled, use the law of bitul. Since you have majority schach kasher with minority schach pasul, batel barob, and you're okay. Now Rashi went out of his way to learn the case that way, implying that if your bottom sukkah was more shade than sun, I don't care what's on top. Which means if you have more sun than shade from the tree, so what? That's kasher even without habatan, because bottom line, my bottom sukkah is kasher. Take away the tree, I'm still kasher. I'm not combining anything together. So Rashi learned, get it clear, on last yesterday's daf. When you have a kosher sukkah, your tree that you have above is not going to affect it. If it's chamata miruba misilta, it's not going to affect the bottom. Here, that she's reversing from that opinion. He's making an about face. Because what is he saying in our case? You have two sukkot, one on top of each other. Your bottom sukkah is what? Sultan miruba mahamata. Beautiful. Considering it. Kashir. Phenomenal. Your top sukkah is hamata miruba misilta. Well, it's more shade than sun. So therefore your top sukkah, no good. But Rashi goes out of his way to say, but the top sukkah is within 20. Because if your top sukkah was above 20, it's now schach pasul. And your skach pasul is going to mix with the bottom. What do you mean? The bottom is sultam ruba mahabata. So here you see that Rashi holds now that even when you have sultam ruba mahabata on the bottom and hamata ruba on top, it still can, can makes a mixture to posel. Now, how is that possible? What's the dynamics? How, how does that work? Bottom line, I don't need the top. Let the, let the top be non-existent. Why should I even be concerned if the top is more sun-producing? The bottom is kasher. I believe it's invisible. So the Rishonim explained like this. We look at it as if the bottom sukkah that has more shade, where the hovering of the schach pasul is, I'm going to give you a mashal, the way I say it, it's as if it burns a hole through that schach that it's over. And therefore, that schach pasul now is filling the void. It's filling that, that area. Since it's over it, it's filling that area. So therefore, yeah, I have a beautiful sukkah, Sultan Mirubah Mahamata, unbelievable. 
but it's above, above it is hamatamiru ba'an, it's psul, the psul is going to destroy, it eats away at whatever's underneath it. So now, I have over here a situation where my bottom sukkah is going to be pasul. Now the Rishonim do point out, the Ma'ala Ma'or says, it's only going to be in a case where it's hovering in such a way that it eats away enough of the bottom to make the bottom more sun than shade also. But let's say it's hanging over in a certain way where even if you say it eats away at the bottom, still the bottom sukkah is more shade than sun, the bottom will still be kasher. So you have to say it's in such a scenario. So now already we see that Rashi made a reverse from the opinion that we said yesterday. <clears throat> yesterday we thought Rashi held, once you have more shade on the bottom, I don't care what's going on on top. My sukkah is kasher, you got your tree there, let it be pasul. I don't need the tree, it's not, uh, not an issue. Now Rashi saying, no sir, I don't care if your bottom is good. You got to deal with what's on top of you. And if your top is pasul, it's going to affect you on the bottom. That's why she has to come out of his way and say the case over here where the bottom is kasher is where your top sukkah is within 20. Within 20, it's not called pasul anymore. Within 20, it's a, it's a kosher sukkah. It's kosher sukkah. It's just that it's more sun. And therefore, that's the case why the top is no good and the bottom is good. A very important understanding in Shittat Lashi. In any event, we go now to the last case. Upe'amim, third line. Upe'amim sha'ilyona kishira ve'atahtona pesula. The fourth case is the top one is kasher and the bottom one is pasul. Hechidameh, what's the case? Kegon detarvayu sultan meruban mahamatan. Then both are more said than sun. And the top sukkah is within 20. Well, that explains why the top sukkah is going to be kasher. And now we understand why the bottom sukkah is going to be pasul. Because bottom line, you have a sukkah under a sukkah. Because the bottom sukkah has more sun than shade. So that more shade than sun, I'm sorry. And it's one sukkah. And then above it, you have a second sukkah. We learned yesterday that a sukkah under a sukkah, you can't have two sukkot. Torah says you only sit in one sukkah. So therefore it's going to be pasul. Now, comes the Gemara and says, Peshita, All the cases that you brought me are actually logical. They're obvious. It's nice that he spoke them out for us, but when the Hachamim usually give us a halakha, there has to be an element of hidush. That's to be an element of uh, uh, something that they're coming to teach us that I wouldn't have known. All these cases over here seemingly are obvious. Gebarah says, Pshita. Then after Gebarah says, Mao de Tema. I would have thought, Nigzor Dilma mitztarep schach pasul bade schach kasher kamash ma'lan. So the Gemara explains like this. I would have thought, without Nabir Miyazdin, that one of these cases would be Pasul. Which case? The case that we're analyzing this morning. Where we said the bottom one is Kashir, and the top one is Pasul. For we said the case is talking about where the top one is within 20. Right? So I could argue and say like that, you know what? Even though that case is Kashir, Make it pasul anyway. You know why? 
Because if we make that case kashir, a guy not knowing might make the bottom one kashir when the top is above 20. Didn't we say according to Rashi, when it's above 20, it's no good because now you're mixing schach kashir and schach basul? So, you know what, the rabbis always make gizirot. I would have said like this, you know what, when your bottom one has more shade and your top one has more sun, every case is basul. I don't care if it's below 20 or above 20. You know why? Because when a guy sees the top one, more sun than shade, his tendency is to think it's nothing. Eh, pay no attention to it. It doesn't matter if it's above 20, less than 20. It's non-existent. But in truth, it's a problem. Because if it's above 20, it's chak pasul. Now your chak pasul is joining with your chak kasher, you're going to have issues. So I would have thought, without the Miyah, if you were to ask us, without the Miyah, I would have said, on the bottom sukkah, that's more shade than sun, it's always pasul. Whether your top is less than 20 or above 20. That's why Yirmiyah comes along and says, no, no, relax. It's only as soon when it's above 20. Within 20, mutar. We're not going to make the Gezra. So therefore there is an element of Hiddush in Rav Yirmiyah's statement. Let's read that in Nashi. Let's read that in Nashi. <coughs> We're going to start with the Nashi. Ma'u de tema nigzor. If you look on your... Uh, on your margins, it's next to what's La'azir Ashi, at least in some of the texts. In any event, I'll read it for you. It's Mem Dalid, it starts. Mem Dalid, Nigzor. Lemifsal Tahtona. I would have thought that maybe the bottom sukkah's pasul mishum zimnin de kaima ilyona lemala. That sometimes the top sukkah would be above 20. Delo masika da'te lemehash atahtona mishum siruf pasul im kasher. And he was not going to think of this issue over here that I'm mistarifing sukhach pasul and sukhach kasher. Because when he looks up at the top sukkah, he sees more sun than shade. He thinks to himself, it doesn't count. And therefore, he's not going to, he's going to forget that, hold it, above 20, this sukhach is not meaningless. This sukhach now is pasul. It, it went from being meaningless to pasul because it's above 20. Now you're joining sukhach kasher, sukhach pasul. He might not be cognizant of that. He says, ah, it's nothing. So if somebody would ask you, what was the Virmiyah coming to tell me in these four cases? Are they obvious? Yes, three out of the four are obvious. The novel case is bottom, more shade, Top, more sun, and the novelty is, if the top is within 20, you can sit in the bottom. What's the novelty? Because you would have thought, in that case, I don't care what the case is, you can't sit on the bottom. Because if I let you sit on the bottom when it's below 20, you might sit on the bottom when it's above 20, and above 20, there's issues. That's why the video says, no, we don't make a gazera. Sit on the bottom when the top is within 20. Now we continue the Gemara. How much space is a very fundamental question. How much space between the two sukkot do you need for the bottom sukkah to be pasul because you're sitting under two sukkot? Meaning, well, let's say you have uh, one sukkah on the bottom, it's kashir. But we said on top, we got another sukkah. Means there's another schach there. But two schachs, no good. Two schachs, you got to sit on the one schach. Well, there's got to be a certain 
distance between the two sukkot, the two schachs, to make it pasul. What is the minimum distance that already is going to make it pasul? For example, I have a schach on top. Let's say, elevated a half a millimeter from my schach, I have not more schach. Somehow I uh, suspended it there. Uh, that's considered together. That's one. That's not considered a separate uh, schach. So we want to know your your top sukkah. How close does the schach have to be to the bottom in order to render it pasul? Okay. So to that, the Gemara says, "Kama yehed ben sukkah l'sukkah uteh tahtona pesula." So we have many opinions here. Amar Avuna, we start. Avuna says. Tefah. Wow. It's a very small amount. Which means, once already, it's a tefah or more. Tefah is a, is a fist. Three inches. Very small amount. Once already, it's a tefah, of course, or more. Higher. So now already, it's considered a separate domain. And therefore, it's considered a problem. Sukkata hatsukkah. Now, where did he get this tefah uh, business? So, Gemara says, Sheken matzinu be'ahole tum'ah. We found that measurement of a tefah in the laws of uh, tum'ah, the laws of contamination. How? That now we learned in the Mishnah, tefah. That now we learned in the Mishnah, tefah al tefah. If you have a structure, that's one tefah by one tefah, tefah length, tefah width, birum tefah, and tefah height. It brings Tum'ah and it interferes with Tum'ah. What are these? Brings Tum'ah, interferes, interposes Tum'ah. So I'll explain you the laws by illustration. Look at your picture, looks Kuftet Zayin. You see over here, you have a a, a pole or a ledge or a, uh, uh, a roof we'll call it a roof and from the top of the roof to the floor you have a tefah okay? you have a fist space between the top of this piece of plank over here of wood to the bottom but underneath you have a mitt or you have a dead body a kezayit of a mitt now next to the kezayit of the mitt not touching it, under the same roof you have a, a cup, a keli. This keli becomes tameh. It's not touching the mat. I can become tameh. Because when you have a roof and a mat underneath it, the tum'ah spreads throughout the whole area and it's metameh, whatever is next to it. However, if the cup is on top of the roof, ta'or. Why? Because a tefah... <coughs> has the ability to stop the Tum'ah from going above the roof. Which means the Tum'ah spreads all around, goes up, but once it gets to the roof, it stops. So you put a cup on top, nothing is tower. Only because you have a tefah. That's the magic shi'ur for Tum'ah to stay. So therefore the language of the Gemara is mevi Tum'ah, it brings Tum'ah to what's underneath. Vechotzetz mepnea Tum'ah for what's on top. However, the Gemara says, Aval pahot mirum tefah, but if it's less than the tefah height, 
לא מביא ולא חוצץ. We have a rule. You'll see it in your pictures. Same case. It's just that your airspace under the roof that was less than a tefah. And you have your mat. The mat is underneath. The cup that is next to it is tahor. How does that work? Because the rule is like this. When you have less than a tefah from the mat to the roof, it's called tum'ah retzutzah. The tum'ah now shoots straight up and goes through the roof. It doesn't stay underneath. And therefore, it's the opposite law. If you put a cup on top of the roof in this case, the cup is going to be tamer. Because now the tum'ah is boka'at mehonechet. It breaks through. So, Ravuna, and this is uh, the analyzation over here, he says, for, a, for an area to be considered hashuv, to be considered uh, significant, it's got to have at least a tefah from uh, the floor to the, to the roof. So he uses this law that we found by Tum'ah to Sukkah. How do you apply it to Sukkah? I have a Sukkah on the bottom. I have my Sukkah on top, beautiful. But a tefah's distance, at least or more, is separating. Now I have another Sukkah on top. Since the tefah distance is already significant for Tum'ah to make it an oil, to make it a, a tent, so therefore it's going to be considered also enough to be considered that this top schach is going to posel the bottom schach. Because now it's going to be considered I'm sitting in one sukkah on the bottom, but there's another tent on top of me. So that's his opinion. Tefah. Anything less than a tefah, no problem. Next shita. Comes the and says, amre. They come along and say, Arba'ah. Oh. They say, no, you got to have at least four tefahim. One tefah is nothing. It's not enough. You have to have in your bottom sukkah, four tefahim space, another schach, that's already considered a significant uh, shi'ur, to make it a sukkah under a sukkah. Where did they get this four tefahim from? So the Gemara says, Shelo matzinu makom hashuv, we never find in halakha to make a significant area if it's less than four. Where is this from? Masechet Shabbat. In Masechet Shabbat, when we learned about the different domains, Rishut Yahid, Karmelit, all these domains to be considered domains had to have at least the width of four by four. So you see, the Shi'ud of four is considered significant. Now, this is a little difficult to understand because very good. Those shi'urim are on the area, length and width. We're trying to find the shi'ur of height. So the Tosafot over here is bothered with that question. <coughs> so the Tosafot comes along and says, In Irubin, we found a shi'ur of four for height. How? In the case we had two courtyards next to each other, and it was separated by a windowsill. So the Gemara said over there, if the windowsill is four tefahim high, so then already the two hatserot are considered separate. But if it's less than four tefahim, then you consider the one haser joined. So you also see the shi'ud of four has significance in height. And therefore, according to the second shita, for the bottom sukkah to be pasul, it's got to be 
the top sukkah, at least four tefahim above. Now we go to the third shita. Shmuel Amar. Shmuel says, Asara. Wow. He says, It's got to be ten tefahim. Where do you get ten tefahim from? So he says, My ta'amad Shmuel. So he says, Kechshera kach pesula. Ma hechshera ba'asara. Af pesula ba'asara. He gives a rule like this. Just like a sukkah to be kasher, what's the minimum size of a sukkah to be kasher? Ten tefahim. So just like the minimum size to be kasher is ten, so the minimum to posel is also ten. And therefore if you have ten tefahim, from your bottom schach to the top schach, now already sukkah, ta'at sukkah, and it's going to be now this is very hard to understand The Ritba over here asks the obvious question Shemuel, what's your rule? You're telling me that you need at least 10 Because 10 is a kosher sukkah What are you talking about? According to this, let's say your top sukkah is above 20 amot Above 20 amot is a sukkah that is The sulah but would we say in that case, in that case also we said it's above 20, still the bottom sukkah is going to be, no, the bottom sukkah can be pasul in that case as well. Which means if you have over here on your bottom sukkah, schach, uh, uh, and on your top sukkah, if it was above 20 amah, so we're saying it's also sukkah, ta'at sukkah. But what do you mean? You said it has to be hechsher sukkah. So the explanation is like this now. What's the reason why sukkah above 20 is pasul? It's because it's a permanent structure. Which means it's considered a permanent sukkah. But you can't sit in a permanent sukkah. It's a sukkah. But it's a permanent sukkah. And the permanency is boselet. So therefore, even above 20, you still can call it a sukkah. It's just a permanent sukkah. Therefore, for sure, it's going to be sukkah, ta'at sukkah. If under a temporary sukkah, it's considered a sukkah, under a sukkah, certainly under a permanent sukkah, it's going to be a sukkah, under a sukkah. However, less than 10 is not even considered a sukkah at all. That's why he holds, you have to have a separation, at least 10, between the bottom and the top. That's the sevara of the ritba. Comes the Gemara and says, Tana. So let's review the opinions. We have, the first opinion would be of Ravuna, Tefah. Second opinion we'll call it Rav Hazda, Four Tefahim. And third opinion would be Shemuel Ten Tefahim. And what are we discussing here? The separation between the bottom schach to the top schach to be considered a sukkah, ta'at sukkah. Comes again, what says? Tenan, we learned. Rabbi Yehuda Omer, Rabbi Yehuda said, Im'en diyurin ba'alyona. Now we go back to the Mishnah. We learned in the Mishnah, Rabbi Yehuda said, If nobody is dwelling in the top sukkah, the bottom sukkah is kasher. The Buddha had an interesting sevarah uh, here. He said, the only time the bottom sukkah is kasher is if nobody's living on top. What's the case? So the Gemara says, my in diurin. What does it mean there's nobody living, no residents? diurin mamash. If you're going to tell me, yeah, it means actual people, nobody's living on the top. Which means, what's the, what's the difference? 
why should it make a difference if people are living on top or not living on the top sukkah? How it's going to affect my bottom sukkah? But she said, what were you talking about? You came along, give me a new rule here. Your bottom sukkah is only kosher if there's people dwell, not dwelling. But if they're dwelling, it's a problem. Who cares about people dwelling on the top sukkah or not? So Gabriel says, El alav, my endiurin. What does it mean, endiurin? Called she'ena re'uya ledira. Endiurin doesn't mean actual residence. Endiurin means it's not fit for residence. Oh, now we have to analyze. What's the case where you have a top sukkah that it's not fit for people to live? Hechi delo asara. You know why it's not fit? Because it's very, very small. It's less than ten tefahim. Also, let's analyze. The Biyuda is coming to say, if the top sukkah is less than ten, how did he say that? He said it in a confused way. He said, if there's no dwellers, meaning if it's not fit for dwelling, Pirush, less than 10, then already your bottom one is okay. Right? Only because it's not fit for dwellers. Now they're arguing, he's arguing on the rabbis. The rabbis must hold that even if it's fit for dwellers, meaning even if it is 10, the bottom one is kasher. Or the bottom one, I should say, is, yeah, the bottom one is kasher. Let's review. Rabbi Yehuda says, in endiurin, if there's not dwellers, meaning if the sukkah on top is less than 10, then your bottom one is kasher. If it's more than 10, pasul. That's Rabbi Yehuda's opinion. The rabbis argue on Rabbi Yehuda. They'll hold what? Even if it's above 10, the bottom one is kasher. Hold it. Shemuel, you just taught me that if the top one is 10, the bottom one is going to be special because of sukkah ta'at sukkah. Shemuel, you're an Amura. You can't argue on the rabbis. So that the Gebra says, Michlal, the Tanakama, Sabar, Afapish, Ena, the Uyal, Dira, Pesula. Which means, say it like this. Say it like this. Gebra says it uh, differently. The Gebra says better. Gebra says, according to the B. Yehuda. He says, Im en diurin ba'alyona, if there's no diurin ba'alyona, which means what? If there's no dwellers, no, dwellers doesn't mean anything. Meaning, if it's not fit for dwelling, the top one is less than 10, then the bottom one is kashir. Implying better. Say the reverse. That hachamim will say, in that case, it's pasul. When it's less than 10, still the bottom is pasul, because it's sukkah ta'at sukkah. That's the question. Which is, Shmuel, you gave the number 10. It sounds like the rabbis hold even less than 10. Allow me to repeat that one more time, because I said it the reverse the first time. What the biyuda allows, the hachamin disallow. That's the key. The biyuda, what did you allow? It says, I allowed and said, in diurin, if it's less than 10 on top, bottom one's kashir. Implied the hachamin will say, what's less than 10, bottom one pasun. What do you mean less than 10? Shmuel, you said... You need a minimum of 10 to make the bottom of Pasul. Shimon, you're going against the Tanakama. Tanakamah says, Ki atar abdimi. When the abdimi came from Eretz Israel to Babel, Amar, he said, Amri b'ma'arava, they said in the West, Im ena tahtona yikhola lekabel karim uksatot shil elyona, ha tahtona keshela. He explains a different interpretation. When it says, Endiurim, it means like this. It's not fit 
for living. Why? Not because of the height. Not because of the height. Really, it's got to be at least ten. In order for the bottom one to be pasul, it's got to have at least ten. That we're going back to. Shemuel, you're right. So what did he mean it's not fit for dwelling? The floor of the top sukkah is weak. And therefore it's not fit for sleeping, because when you sleep you got to put a bed. You have to put pillows and comforters and all the accessories. And therefore if it's not fit for dwelling... So then already, then the bottom one will be kasher, and the top one, no. But it's not going on height. Height for sure, for the bottom one to be pasul, everybody's going to say it's got to be ten, like Shemuel said. The not fit for dwelling, that's already to be with us, hadush, that if the top one cannot hold the pillows and the comforters and all the beds and all that stuff, then already the bottom one is going to be kasher. So the Gemara says, Michlal. Whatever we say in the Biyudah, we've got to go back to the Tarekamah that argues on the Biyudah. He's going to say what? That if the top one is not fit to receive pillows and all that stuff, the bottom one is Pasul. What would be the logic? The logic is going to be that even though the top one is not fit for a dwelling, the bottom one is still Pasul. Hey, that means... Extend the logic, even if the top one is less than 10 also, because not being able to fit pillows and beds means it's not fit for living. So therefore, what's the difference between that and less than 10? Implied that even less than 10, the bottom one's still going to be pasul. Huh? That goes against Shemuel. Really, everybody holds again, the sukkah is 10. The only time for the bottom one to be pasul, it's got to be ten. So what's this argument? Beds, pillows, all this stuff. It can receive beds, by the way. But it can receive them barely. Meaning it's... It's not so strong to receive them solidly, but it can receive it. If you have to put a bed there and cheats and held the weight, it'll do it. Rabbi Yudah, he holds up. For sukkah to be valid on top, it's got to be solid. It's got to receive the beds solid. And if it can't receive it solidly, then the bottom one is going to be kasher. Top was not considered a sukkah, therefore it's not a sukkah, top sukkah. Hachamim come along and say, even if it can receive the bed shaking, it's not, but it can put a bed in there, it can hold it, even not solid, it's considered a sukkah. And therefore the bottom one is a sukkah ta'af sukkah. But regarding the ten, oh, for sure you need ten. The issue was not ten. And therefore Shemuel is still considered valid. So that's the way the Gemara tried to refute Shemuel from Rabbi Yudah's opinion. And from Rabbi Yudah's opinion trying to get to the Kamat uh, argue, which he argues. And to that the Gemara answers, no, 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 no. Everybody's talking about at least where it was ten. And now we begin... The new Mishnah comes. The new Mishnah says, <coughs> "Now we're talking about a guy sitting in a sukkah." <coughs> what the guy do? He took a sadin, a sheet. He put it on top of his schach on the outside. Why did he do that for? It's too sunny. He doesn't want the sun to come into his sukkah, so he put like a mat 
sheet on top of his schach. Or another good idea. He put a sheet underneath his schach to catch the uh, leaves and all the debris that was falling. Or shepires al gabe hakinof. Or you place this sheet on a type of bed that's called the kinof. Now, to understand a kinof, we have a, a picture of that in kuf chaf. Kinof basically is like a uh, called a canopy bed. Mm-hmm. Where you have your four, you have your bed area, then you have four poles that are coming from all the sides of the bed, and then you have on the top uh, four poles, two crossbars going across both sides, and therefore you have like a official roof on top, and you put your sheet, you draped it over the bed, and now like a, it's a sort of maybe, a, well it's more like a canopy bed, again you have your, your, your uh, flat bed, and you have four poles coming up, and then you have cross beams going uh, across each side, then you put a sheet on top of it, that's called a kinof, now the guy's sitting over there, the guy sitting in that bed. So the Mishnah says on all those cases, Pesula. And we will see why. Aval poresu al naklite amita. But he's allowed to sit in what's called naklite amita. Naklite is the same bed. But in this case, you just have one pole coming where his head is, in the bed, and one pole coming where his feet are. And then a cross beam on top. Now when you put the sheet, it drapes as the roof. The sheet comes down like a teepee. If you look in your pictures here, Kufchaf Aleph, this is called Naklite Amita. Okay? So for some reason, a Kinoth, no good. A Naklite Amita, good. That's what I will analyze. This is the Naklite Amita. The point over here, there's no roof. Okay? So comes the Gemara says like this. Gemara, Amar of Hazda. Lo shanu elam neshar. When you put that sheet underneath, it's only pasul because you're trying to collect the neshar, the debris. Aval naota kishera. If you place the sheet under the schach for decorative purposes, it's okay. What's the difference? Bottom line now, I mean, you're not sitting under schach here. You're sitting under a sheet. So how could the Gemara make a difference? If you're doing it to catch the debris, oh, that's a problem. But if you're doing it for decorative, kashir. What's the logic? So look at Rashid. Very big Hadush Rashid says here. Lo shena ela b'pnei neshar deshav yaschach lehagin. When you're putting it to catch debris, you're doing it in order to protect you. What does a roof do? A roof, by definition, protects. Your kavanah when you put the sheet is to protect. So now is a is a sheet kosher schach? No. So therefore, as she says, hilkach mifsal mishum mekabel tumah. This is considered now schach pasu. And therefore, when you're sitting in your space, you're sitting under. However, when I'm doing it for decorative purposes, it's not schach. Amazing sevara over here. What is it? Decoration. It's batel to the schach. My schach is my schach. What is this over here? It's nice. 
Oh, when you're doing it for protection, so the leaves don't fall on you? Hey, that's a roof. That's a roof. You're sitting under a, a pestle roof. So it's amazing. The kavana. You could have comes out of college, you could have two sukkot. Exactly the same sheet underneath. One is kasher and one is pasul. And what does it depend on? What was the guy thinking when he put the sheet underneath? Right, he puts a mosquito on that. Right? If he's doing it, but that's a net. That can be a little different because there's holes over here. <coughs> here it's a solid sheet. The net, it could be his ways to get around it. Here where it's a solid sheet, uh, he's sitting under the sheet bottom line. But if my kebana is, I, I like to be nice. Could be have a sheet that has pictures on it and stuff like that. No problem. Comes the now again. The assumption is we should point out, according to the sheet, that on your schach you had more shade than sun. Right? You had more shade than sun, and, uh, which is a kosher schach, and you just decide the mobile was placed underneath. Comes the Gemara and says. I want to point out uh, Tosfot has a different way of understanding over here Tosfot has a whole understanding where it's a combination again Yisrach was more sun than shade and with this sheet underneath now already you have a more shade than sun and that's the whole issue over here making the combination just look quickly at the uh, top of the Tosfot of Pires Pires Katvu it's only pasul in a case where there was more sun than shade below sadin, without the sadin, and then when you added it, it caused the combination, and I using schach kasher and schach pasul abal. But if you had more uh, shade than sun, kishera ve'ena sadin posalta. Which means now we're going back, we're going back to the subject again of the tree. Which means, according to the Tosafot, he's speaking out clearly now. Once you have good schach, keshera, uh, more shade than sun, okay, what you do? My schach is kashet. Nothing can posel it. Not what you put on top, not what you put on bottom. The schach is going to be kashet. But that would not be Rashi's opinion. Because the way we learned Rashi, if he reversed his opinion now, once you have Shach Kashir or Shach Pasun next to Sultan uh, uh, it burns a hole through it and it affects it. So, therefore, bottom line, you're going to have a, a similar Mahlokin in this case as well. Again, according to Rashi, he's learning over here the case says you have perfect Shach, Sultan Muhammadah, the issue is Kavanah. Underneath, if you put it for decorative, kasher, you put it for protection, pasul. Why? Because you're sitting under bad schach. End of case. Tosfot says, no, the only case that's a problem over here is where the sheet is combining to make it a kosher sukkah. But according to Tosfot, if you have a kosher sukkah on its own, the sheet over here does not impact it anyhow. In any event, comes the Gemara and says, Comes the Gemara and says, Bishita, well, obvious. Meaning, the Gemara is questioning, isn't it, Bashut? If you're putting your sheet underneath, if you're doing it for decorative purposes, of course it should be kasher. What's the Hadush? The Mishnah said that. Meaning, the Mishnah said the only time it's Pasul if you're doing it to catch the debris. 
So Rav Hasdat says, but if you're doing it for decorative, it's okay. But the Mishnah said that, Nishar, only for the breeze, Pasul, implying that for decorative is Kashir. Now, the tema, who had in the Afilu and Aota, oh, I would have thought that even decorative is Asur. And the reason why it said Neshar Because the Mishnah just chose the normal case Because a normal guy you put it there to catch debris But maybe I'll tell you Debris is Asur And also decorative is Asur But the Mishnah just chose the normal case So therefore Rav Hasdat tells me No, he chose that case Because that's the only case that's Pasur But for decorative reasons it's indeed Mutar <coughs> Let's bring a proof Let's say you made a sukkah, kalacha. You bought the regular, normal good sukkah. Ve'etera bekeramim ubesadinim. You adorn the sukkah with different type of sheets. Keramim are embroidered sheets, like uh, what nice tapestries we call them. Sadinim are sheets that have on them uh, things that are sticking out of them, like uh, different type of ornaments and things like ornamental sheets. That's the same point, decorative item. Hamisuyarim, picturesque uh, sheets. Vetalabo egozim, or you hung from the schach egozim. Nuts, shkedim, almonds, afarsekim, peaches, rimonim, pomegranates. Clusters of grapes, crowns of barley, yinot, cups of wine. Imagine that, he filled a glass of wine and he hangs the glass from his sukkah. Shemanim, he fills a glass filled with oil. Slatot, slatot is solid, fine flour. Asul is man. Just to get a picture of what's going on over here, very uh, exciting sukkah in Kufchav Gimal. It shows you the picture of all these items that are hanging from the sukkah. One by one, you see cups of wine, cups of uh, 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 oil, fruits, and all that. So the Hadusha the Gemara is, you can't benefit from them when a guy now wants a cup of wine. He can't go to the schach and take a cup of wine now and drink it. Ad Mutsayyum Tobaharachilchag. Until the holiday is over. Why? Because when he put them up there, he designated them for schach or for, for decora- decoration. You can't benefit from it. <coughs> but if he made a condition, meaning if before he put them up, he said, listen, I'm putting them up on condition that if I want to benefit, I can benefit. <laughs> so then the benefit, the condition works. But what do you see from this Gemara? You're allowed to put stuff hanging from the sukkah, non-schach items, for decoration. So that's a proof to what we just said. Putting a sheet. One of the things they said over here is what? You're putting sheets. And what do we say over here? If you're putting a sheet as well as all these other items, for decorative purposes, it's okay, you just can't eat from them. Okay, of course, you can't eat from the bottom of it, it's kasher. So that's a proof to what Rav Hasdaw was saying. So the Gemara says, no proof. Dilma min hatsad. Who told you that we're talking about you putting all this stuff on the schach? Maybe you're dressing up the walls. Maybe I'm putting these sheets on the sides. Which means, maybe I'll tell you when you put a sheet under the sukkah, it's pasul. Uh, what we just said over here, it's okay. Do, do we say you're putting it on the schach? Don't say that. It just says, Sikecha kehilcheta, yadkoshu schach, v'etera, and you adorn the sukkah. Maybe it's talking about the walls. Therefore you have no proof. Understand the back and forth? The Gemara thought originally we're talking about where you're putting the sheets 
When a person puts decorations for the sukkah, in mima'atin b'sukkah. It doesn't minimize the height of a sukkah. Let's say you have a sukkah that's over 20. Okay? I put one of these sheets underneath. Now from the sheet to the floor, it's less than 20. So no, no, no. That doesn't cost you a sukkah. Schach's got to cost you the sukkah for less than 20. You can't use decorations. I mean, you count from the bottom of the decoration to the floor. So it says, En mima'atim b'sukkah. But for that matter, for that matter, look at that sheet. En mima'atim. Keramim apirusim lemala. Yeah, you have these sheets that are hanging up. Lenoi. En mima'atim begovha me'esrim nakshira. Delav min schachan. You know, it's not considered schach to, to, to minimize the height. The opposite would also be true. Let's say you have a sukkah that's ten tefachim, minimum size. Now you put this uh, sheet underneath, and from the sheet to the floor, it's less than ten. Also doesn't affect it, which is just like it doesn't minimize from the twenty. It also doesn't uh, cause it to be lower than ten. You don't, you count schach for these measurements. You don't count, don't factor in decorations. Amar of Asher, But from the side, you do factor it. It does minimize. Why? Because the minimum size of a sukkah is 7 by 7. Tefahim. It's a minimum size. Once you start putting stuff on the side, you can't live in such a structure. It's, it becomes all. Tight. So therefore from the side, your schach is going to, your, your decorations are going to be a problem. If they cause the sukkah to be less width. It's going to take away from the width and the... So basically what the rule is over here, while it cannot affect the height of the sukkah, it can affect the length and the width of the sukkah from the sides. <coughs> Story. Minyamin, Minyamin is a fellow's name. Avdeh de Rav He's the servant of Rav Asher. What happened? His ketonet, his uh, cloak, fell in the water. I got all drenched. His cloak, his uh, shirt got all wet. He wanted to dry it. So what did he do? He went on top of the sukkah. He laid his shirt out on top of the sukkah to dry it. Dry it in the sun. Ravashe told him, Hey, Dalia, get it off that sukkah. Hey, the people are going to think that I'm using Shach uh, Pasul over here. Yeah, the people watch what the rabbi does. Now all of a sudden the people walk by the seat of Hashem, got a shirt uh, hanging uh, from his uh, sukkah. So, oh, must be you're allowed to use, uh, you know, a shirt for a Shach. Get what I say. No one's going to make that mistake. They see that it's soaking wet. They're going to understand that they just put it on top in order to dry temporarily. Kabbalah says, she wasn't worried about that. He told him, listen, when it's wet, I don't care if you leave it over there, nobody's going to make a mistake. But hey, once it dries, get it off. Because now you're leaving it there when it's dry, people will think, oh, maybe that's exclusive for schach. So therefore he told him, when it dries, make sure you get rid of it. Itmar. Noi sukkah. Right? That's the decorations of the sukkah. Hamuflagim mena arba'ah. Oh. 
it's less than four tefahim from the schach, meaning it's draping down. Four tefahim, let's say, is about a foot. Okay, so it's a foot, twelve inches below the sukkah, schach. Rav Nachman Amar Keshera. Rav Nachman says, doesn't matter, it's kosher. Rav Chazda v'Rabab Baravuna Amre Pesula. So it comes out we have a machloket on this case over here. Now what's the logic? So that she says, Pesula Mishum Ohel Mafsik. Rav Chazda says, once you got four separating from your decoration to the schach, it's considered a hefsik. It's, a, it's, it's, a, it's considered a separate domain. And therefore you're not sitting in sukkah. You're sitting under uh, a sheet. You're sitting under a uh, decoration. Rabbi Ahmad says, no, no, no. Any decoration is batel to the schach. I don't care how low it is. Bottom line, it's an accessory to your schach. I don't care how low it is. Rabbi says, hey, listen. I agree it's an accessory when it's close to the schach. But once it's hanging lower than four tefahim, now it already becomes a domain of itself. And if you're sitting under that decoration, you're under decoration. You're not under schach anymore. So that's a very important mahlokat by noi. Everybody will hold If you decorate the schach Next to the schach You put grapes The whole way across Length and width You can't even see the schach All you see is grapes Why? Decorations Decorations are accessories to the schach Here however it's still it's lower Lower we have a machloket And what's the magic number? Fortifahayim Comes again when I tell the story When I tell the story Rav Chazda v'Rava Ba'arav Huna Ikli'u l'be'resh geluta Okay, these rabbis They found themselves by the Resh Galut Resh Galut was like the chief uh, of Babel The Exolach they call him And they went to visit him on a holiday Agninu Rav Nachman b'sukah So Rav Nachman put these rabbis in a sukah Shinuya muflagim b'mena arba'a tefahim Where the noi was below four tefahim Now one of the rabbis that was there was Rav Chazda now Rav Hazar's opinion is It's no good Ishtiku The rabbis kept quiet Velo amrule Velo mide They didn't say anything Amar lehu So Rav Nachman said Hadur behu rabbanan mishma'atayu I see the rabbis retracted from their opinion I put you in the sukkah That according to you was no good You didn't say anything So you retracted Amrule They told him no Anan shiluhi mitzvah anan Where Involved on a mitzvah mission. We're going to do a mitzvah ufturim in a sukkah. We're going to learn later on in the Gemara. People that are going on a mission to do a mitzvah, whether to visit their rabbi, whether to save people that are in captivity, they're on a mission to do a mitzvah. The Gemara is going to teach us shiluhe mitzvah apatur from sukkah. They're exempt. Of course, they're, they're busy. They got to go do the mitzvah. They're going to start telling them to go build the sukkah, go sit in the sukkah. It's going to take away from their uh, their mission, and we don't even want to waste a second of their time. So therefore, they say, "Hey, listen, we're coming to visit the rabbi. We're, we're, we're exempt from this business over here, so we didn't retract anything. We hold it to sukkah's pasul, but we don't got to sit in the sukkah because we're on a mitzvah mission. So therefore, we still hold that this is no good. But don't bring a proof from us." Amar of Yehuda, Amar Shemuel, mutar lishan bechila besukkah. It is permissible to sleep in a sukkah in a kilah. What is a kilah? If you look at the picture of Skufka Vav, that's like a, a canopy bed that we discussed above. They call it a kilah. Afalpi Shiyesh Lagag. Even though it has a roof, meaning it's covered. 
Well, how can it be permissible? You're in your own domain. Uh, so long as it's less than 10 tefahim. Meaning like this, if it's less than 10 tefahim, it's not considered its own domain. It's considered batel terschach. So again, you're in a canopy bed, the roof of the canopy is less than 10, you're under it. Mutar. What do you mean by you're sleeping under a canopy, not schach? Now, this is not considered a separate domain, because it's less than 10. Tashema, hayashin bechila besukah, lo yatsay yedehobato. Oh, what do you mean? We just we have another statement that says if you sleep in a canopy bed, you're not yotze. Give the answer. Hachemay askira bishigeva wa'asara. Okay, that's why it's more than 10. That's a very simple answer. If it's more than 10, it's considered a separate domain. Pasul. What's the pasul over here? Because you're not in a sukkah anymore. I'm sleeping under a canopy. That's not considered schach kashir. Less than 10? Non-existent. It's not considered separated. Metive, we have a question. Hayashen ta'ata Let's say a guy sleeps under the bed. There's a bed. He doesn't sleep under the bed. He's sleeping under the bed. Lo yatsayyidi hobato. He does not fulfill his obligation. What do you mean? Why not? Well, why should it be worse than if he's sleeping under the canopy bed? Wow, it's talking about a very tall bed that underneath it is more than 10 tefahim. So if it's more than 10 tefahim, it's considered a separation, it's its own domain. But if it's less than 10 tefahim, the guy squeezes under that bed, that's okay. Why? Because it's not considered a separate domain, therefore it's considered sitting in Tashema. We learned in our Mishnah, Right? If you placed a... Uh, sheet over the kinofit. That was the four post bed. It looked like a canopy bed, right? The four post bed where you put the roof on top and you put the uh, uh, sheet over it. Pesula. Oh, Pesula. So the Gebarah says, asara. It's only because it was talking about where it was ten high. So that's the magic number. If it's ten high, problem. Less than ten, okay. What do you mean? Ve'aloketani hachi. What are you talking about? Where did you get this number 10? It doesn't say that. The Tanya says in the Braita, Naklitin Shnayim. A bed of Naklitin is two posts. Remember we said one post by the head, one post by the leg, with a crossbar. Naklitin, whenever you see the word Naklitin, two posts. Kinofot, Arba'a. A Kinofot is four posts. Pires al-gabe Kinofot, Pesula. If you put on the kinofit, no good. Al-gabin naklitin keshira. But if you put on the naklitin, it's keshira because you have no roof, right? Ubevad shiloyu naklitin givuhim in amita asara. By the two-post bed, the brighter makes a difference. Make sure it's less than 10. Which means, on the two posts, if it's less than 10, it's okay. Mechla de kinofit afapishi in givoa asara. It's mahashma that when it comes to the four post, even less than ten is pasul. Because the, the ten issue is only coming up by the two post. Mahashma that if it's by the four post, even less than ten, no good. What do you mean? We just said less than ten is good. Final answer of the Gemara. Shani kinofit de kebiyah. The kinofit is different because it's what I call sturdy. Which comes out over here in conclusion, we're done. It comes out over here, we have three different types of structures. We have a kila, a naklitin, and a kinofit. And now we have to analyze each structure on their own. So we'll analyze it as follows. We'll analyze it as follows. The kila, which is that uh, 
cannot be bedwakum. It's not kavua. It's not really considered a permanent structure. It was more like a temporary type of bed. And therefore, by a kila, less than 10, you're okay. Correct? Now, by a kinof, that's more of a permanent bed. And therefore, since it's more permanent, even less than 10, pasul. Naklitin, Naklitin was that bed that had the had the two posts with the so there the Gemara makes a difference more than ten pasul less than ten kasher so therefore there's different levels over here by a permanent structure okay what the sizes even less than ten is going to be asur that would be the case of the kila. However, uh, in the, that would be the case of the um, uh, Kinof. The Kinof, that's the case of the Mishnah. Even less than 10, Pasul. So let me read that for you in the Rishonim, and then we'll conclude. Pirush. I'm reading the Rishonim for you now. The Sfirele, the Kevan, the Ena Kevu'ah, that canopy bed, the Kilah, Kozeman, Shena Kevu'ah, Sarah, Afil Oel Aray, Lohashuf. It's not even considered a temporary uh, domain. Umutal Rishon Tahtea. Now, According to this, Gimel Dinin Hen, Kila Naklitin Kinofet, Kila Delo Kevia, Kila, that's not permanent. Lo Mechsera Elehechadika Tati Lerauta. For it to be pursued, you need two negatives. Sheyesh, Sheyesh La Gag, it's got to have a roof, the Gabawa Hasara. The Kila does have a roof, so it's got one negative. But if it's less than 10, it's okay. Naklitin, it doesn't have a roof. So therefore, Naklitim, which is a little more permanent, if it has one problem, it's going to be Pasul. Therefore, if it's above 10, Pasul. Less than 10, Kashir. The uh, Kinof, which is the most permanent, it's going to be Pasul even less than 10. And I read that. The Naklitim Kevi'it Femekila. The Naklitin, the two post is more permanent than Kila. So therefore each basically the rule of air of the day when it comes to these structures, the more permanent, the more mahmir. A kila that's not so permanent, so therefore uh, less than ten will be okay, more than ten will be a problem. Well, by the way, it does have a roof. Naklitin, that doesn't have a roof, but there's a certain sense of uh, permanency to it. So also it's going to be pasul if it is more than 10. But the Hidush over here is by the Kinof, even less than 10. Because since it is a permanent structure, it's going to be pasul in all cases. So let's just continue for a moment and see where we're standing at this point. The Gemara... Over here said in the name of Rabbi Yehuda, in the name of Shemuel, that it's permissible to sleep in a kila. Kila was uh, the structured type bed that had four posts, and um, it uh, was covered in a uh, uh, with a uh, sheet. It's really actually kufcha vav in your picture books. Right, has the four posts and has the two cross beams on top. So the Gemara said it's permissible to sleep under that in a sukkah. But the Gemara qualified it only if it is less than ten tefahim. 
that Gemara asks questions. Oh, what do you mean? Uh, it says that in the Braita that if a person slept in a kilah, he did not fulfill his obligation. So the Gemara says, okay, because it was more than ten tefachim. So that's the back and forth. So a kilah is ten tefachim asur because it's considered a separate domain of itself. So you're not sleeping under sukkah anymore. But if it's less than ten tefachim, it is indeed okay. Uh, to that, the Gemara quoted a Braita, and the Braita said that a Kinofet, Kinofet was a similar type of bed than a ki, like a Kila, but the Braita said that the Kinofet, even if it's less than 10, Asur. So the Gemara says, oh, what do you mean? So you see, even less than 10. Gemara says, no, 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 Kinofet is different, because it's Kibi'i. It's a permanent type of bed. And therefore, even less than ten tefahim, meaning from the bed to the roof, since it's less, since it's permanent, it's considered a separate domain on its own. Even less than ten tefahim. So there's different levels over here. There's kilah, there's um, kinofet. So the Gemara says, Vare sukkah agabe sukkah. De kebiah. You have a sukkah on top of a sukkah. The top sukkah is considered permanent, meaning it's uh, it's going to be there. Ve'amar Shemuel, as you remember, we learned Shemuel made a statement. What was the minimum shiur of the top sukkah that Shemuel said it has to be in order to qualify as a sukkah tahat sukkah? He said it has to be at least ten tefachim. She said the top sukkah is a kosher sukkah of ten tefachim. Your bottom one now qualifies as a sukkah tahat sukkah. Uh, so what do you see uh, over here? You have a kibiyah, it's kavua, but still the magic number is 10. According to our Gemara's rule over here, if it's kavua, the magic number should be even less than 10. We just said now by kinofet, since it's kavua, even less than 10, it serves as a, uh, as a separate domain. So the same thing should be by a sukkah on top of a sukkah. Even less than 10 should be considered an interference. That Gemara says, Amri... There are different dynamics over here. Hatam delimivsal sukkah baasara. Hachad delishevuye ohala basir maasara name havi ohala. Gemara says, in the case of sukkah tahat sukkah, in order to make it that you're sitting under two sukkot, the top part has to be a sukkah. Less than ten tefaim is not a sukkah. So therefore, since we're looking to make the top of a sukkah, it's got to be ten. Over here, we're not looking to make this bed, this kinofet, a sukkah. We're trying to make it an ohel. In order to say that you're sleeping in an ohel and not in a sukkah. To make an ohel, even less than 10 is considered an ohel. So therefore, the dynamics are different. The sukkah on top of a sukkah, if it's less than 10, you're not sitting on a sukkah, tahat a sukkah. The top was on a sukkah. Because it's less than 10. So therefore, there it's got to be... Ten to qualify as sukkah tahat sukkah, but by the kinofet case, the guy sleeping in a bed, this canopy bed, in the sukkah, to render it invalid, all you got to make this canopy bed is an ohim, a, a, a domain on its own. To make it a domain on its own, even if it's not the tefachim, if it's kavua, it indeed is going to be pasul baruch Amen amen. For the benefit of our listeners to Masechet Sukkah, we are referring to several books. Uh, when we refer to illustrations and pictures, one of them is Hamaor Hamivuar, that is uh, 
the picture book on Masechet Sukkah, and also a new book called Ha-Hod Ve-Ha-Hadar. So we will refer to it on the uh, tapes, and in the audio, we'll refer to both of those books, and as well, Perush Hai on Masechet Sukkah.